That was Will Dang, and yeah, that that one did hit a little bit home. I think uh, everybody from my other leagues don't know doesn't know that my nickname is Ari, so this is good. Um, ah, crap! Give <laughs> it away. How you guys doing today? <laughs> good, I'm all right. good. I, I really really enjoyed that. I felt um, I felt like that one might have been a little a little targeted, but uh, I, I enjoyed <laughs> it as usual. And uh, Eli was mentioning it too. That was very very Dylan esque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Will Dang has definitely got a uh, hipping Minnesota vibe to him. Yeah, I like it. It's always nice to have the randomness of the uh, changing up the start of the song or the start of the episode song. And it always brings something funny to if it. If there's a if there's an era for another Dylan, it's right now too. So I'm just saying that that's true. Coming. Yep, keep it coming. And uh, you know what? Nobody else. I haven't listened to another podcast with. Uh, Will Dang song, so you got that going here. They all debut every week. <laughs> um, today we got keep, a good show. Keep coming, come, keep coming back to the intro song. And <laughs> yeah, well, that is exactly why our listenership has gone up. It has been That's, because of Will, Will Dang. Dang. It's Will Dang, and he's bringing in the extra crowd. Um, today we got a slight Halloween theme, but we've got a my my clown friend, and then we've got where we get our fancy news. Uh, quick questions and fantasy stalker. I'm going to. All right. We had to pause there real quick because this is going to be a Halloween theme episode slightly, but I had to kill my dog. Uh, just, just to stick <laughs> no with the dog, theme. No dogs are injured in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Notice there's no more dog barking <laughs> in the true. background. <laughs> Yeah, there are no dogs barking in the background anymore. Magically, they disappeared. Don't come after us, PETA. Ari does have blood coming out of his mouth, too, so, you know. That is true. Shit's getting weird over here, guys. It's getting weird over here. But first... We aren't strangers, are we? Oh, hi, Pennywise. What the heck was that? (laughs) They all float, Richie. They all float down here. All right, now it's our clown friend. Oh, really? Either one? See it? It's a classic. Go go check out. Do yourself a favor and check out the Tim Curry one first. I saw the. I saw enough of the original that as a child to ruin me for the rest of my life. uh, I'm good. So you probably didn't even get to the second VHS tape in that movie. Correct. So I. When I was a kid, I, I remember we got E.T. and we were watching it and I closed my eyes very young. I closed my eyes. I covered them. And to my sisters, I said, uh, tell me when the alien is gone so that I can watch. <laughs> and I did not know that the whole thing um, was about the alien. 
<laughs> I was like, wait, the the whole movie? <laughs> I I sat there for the whole movie, and no one. They just said my sisters were lovely. They just said, "All right, <laughs> the, they're done with that guy." You got it. So when they finally sent him home, yeah. oh, Todd Gurley finally gets in the game, and for lar- for so loss. my clown friend is. Uh, it's a player who you keep on your team, even though you shouldn't. They're kind of clowning you because you like to watch them play. They're just kind of a fun player to have on your team. And I'll, I'll kick this one off first. Mine is somebody I am playing this week. Um, I am lighting up the herb. Uh, <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> Herbert, I'm playing. I, I need him this week. Uh so I, I'm I'm okay with playing him, and he is a good quarterback. But I am a firm believer that you should, in a one quarterback lead, if you have a great quarterback, you should only have one quarterback. I have Kyler Murray, and when he comes back from by, that's when this takes effect because I am going to be keeping Herbert. I just I just love watching him play. I think that that's a good that's a, a good distinction to make though because I think Justin Herbert is a great quarterback to have on your fantasy football team. But if you have you know, someone like Kyler Murray, then obviously you're, you don't need to keep, you know, both guys, but he could be a, a good trade candidate for you. Yeah. Or it allows me to have Kyler Murray as a trade candidate. Um, I tried to acquire Tannehill in, in both my leagues and was not successful. Cause I figured if I got Tannehill and Herbert, uh, then I would be able to trade away Kyler Murray and get something out of that and just rotate the two of them and be fine. But uh, those two, Oh, yeah. that's mine. Um, Sailor, what do you got? So the, the, my idea for, for this came from a conversation about this individual with another player in one of our leagues who was trying to trade me, actually, Ryan Tannehill, probably the same person, uh, and wanted, to, <laughs> wanted, wanted me to trade Ryan Tannehill and uh, LaViscus Chenault for Robert Woods and, oh. uh, and somebody else. I can't remember. And what's your quarterback situation? Was. I have Jared Goff and Ben Roethlisberger, who, right, who are not the great, they're not phenomenal quarterbacks, but they're good enough, and their matchups in weeks nine, ten, and eleven between the two of them are phenomenal. So, um, I Can, wasn't in a huge. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna. I was just gonna ask if I could pause because I did have a Ben Roethlisberger thing I wanted to bring up, um, and okay. and I don't think we'll ever mention him again. <laughs> so the fact that he was brought Probably up here, uh, I was really interested no, in too. general this year if um, how much of a difference it's made for uh, home and away splits uh, for particular players that are usually affected by it, given that there's no fans. And that's really what can affect a quarterback is uh, just how loud that stadium is. So I felt it was the first person came to my mind because I think Ben Roethlisberger, you would probably agree, is historically one of the biggest the starkest difference between home and away, he just he can be phenomenal, but you just know that you can only play him at home. So he's been pretty mediocre, no matter where he is. Um, but historically, but, uh, historically, yes, that has been the big thing with him. He started off actually his first game of the year. His best game of the year is away. Against, was, I actually have the averages for you. Was it was against uh, the Giants, and so, um, but yeah, I think uh, he he's just. You know, I think the big thing with him too, especially fantasy wise, is that 
uh, that fat fucker isn't, isn't running anywhere, so um, <laughs> he's not going to get you those kind of points. He will no, get you the, 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 the <laughs> lean over the center in the, on the goal line. He will Here's get those the difference between the previous years. So historically for his entire career, he averages 20 points at home, and he averages 15 points on the road. A pretty huge difference. Uh, an average of five mm-hmm. points um, or 25%. This year... It's exactly 17 average for home and road. So it's just interesting. And this is a side note. It doesn't mean too much. But it's just interesting to see that one of the players that historically been affected the most by home roads, uh, the split between it, has now kept up to pace exactly without any fans there. <laughs> to it's be fair, though, he's only either. had two road games so far. So the sample size isn't very high. It's true. It's, uh, it's no, it's true. It's I mean, you're going to have a pretty low... Like yeah. the max you're going to have is probably three in most teams anyways. Um, but it's just well, an interesting thing I, to see. Yeah, speaking of someone I need to do well on the road, it brings me back to my uh, my clown friend who is Robert Mr. Woods. Woods. Um, yeah, Mr. Woods. So he is someone that I I really enjoy watching. I think that he's a fun player. Um, and they, they use him in a lot of different ways. And he, he's just someone last year, this year, I, I think that I probably overvalue, especially right now with the way that he's been playing uh, and the way they've been using him, uh, more the way that Jeff, Jared Goff has been playing. But, uh, yeah, I, I really I really enjoy him, and I, I I was looking at some trades and things that I might want to do with him, and I just – I know that I overvalue him, and I know that I'm not going to be able to get what I want for him. And so I just keep him and I play him. And also, what a name, man. Mr. Woods, Robert Woods. Just, it's a great name. Robbie Woods. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I get it with him because you also have the upside. Historically, over the last 16 games, he has a A consistency rating and a 21.5% uh, target share of his team. With that many weapons, he's still getting 21% of the targets. He's not coming down with as many of them right now. Um and absorb him, but I think he's a, still a player that can give you that huge boom, and that kind of leads to the the fun part of it. Yeah, exactly. So, what about you, Eli? And so, I mean, at first I didn't have one. It took me a while to think about this, and then I thought about I just actually traded for one. I uh, I overpaid in a uh, our NFL fantasy league with uh, oh, Kyle. I see this trade. I overpaid. And uh, Kyle needed a running back, and I desperately wanted to get rid of get a tight end that I can just start every week and not worry about him getting zero points. And so I wanted to get rid of Evan Ingram, and so I got Jared Cook from Kyle for and Jarvis Landry for so who's your guy uh, <laughs> for Swift and uh, for Swift and I forget who else. Oh, like juju smith schuster that's right but anyway i i really wanted jarvis landry i thought about asking kyle for more but jarvis landry was a selling point for me because i've been dying to root for somebody fantasy wise on the browns all season and i think jarvis landry's was a good pick i like him because he gets a lot of he's a high volume wide receiver and so i get to see him a lot even though he's not necessarily going to come off with 20 point games he still gets five five to ten targets a game you get to say a lot <laughs> yeah, like, Ooh, I'll take that. I'll take that five yards. I'll take that ten. I'll take that seven I mean, yard catch. With the Odell injury, he stands yeah. to be probably the biggest uh, gainer in that offense. <laughs> See, I'm worried plays. that that's not going to happen, though. I think I, I'm I'm more worried that it's going to go to uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, which we got to get a nickname for him, DPJ. 
I'm, uh, I'm I'm worried that he's he's you know he's a rookie. He's flashy. He had pretty stellar collegiate career at that school so, up north. But with but Landry though, assuming he he assuming he plays this week, which he should play. You think that the targets? I I agree that they'll be, but I agree that they'll be more spread out. That uh, the targets won't go directly to him, but they'll. I think they're going to unlock the fact that oh, you don't have to throw to somebody in particular anymore, and you can spread it out more. And you saw success with that at the end of the game. Um, now, I think I, you saw I, that when Baker came back after Odell went out. I really do think that Odell was like kind of a so crutch. Do you, think, do you you think though that the main beneficiary of it? is going to be give the people Jones or I think Higgins, Higgins too. I think, well, I think both of them are going to benefit. I think Higgins is going to, that's a pretty good nickname. I like that. So Hollywood Higgins mm. is, uh, um, going to more than likely see the ball a lot more than people's Jones, but people's Jones is the big play threat. So the deep ball Higgins doesn't have Higgins is good for like the 20 yard catches though. And so like, this is my thing. I see Jarvis Landry seeing a slight uptick in volume. So maybe from five to seven catches a game to seven to 10 catches a game. Um, but he's still his the routes that they send him out on are still under 10, 15 yards, most cases. And then he does what he can do after the catch. Um, right. I think Higgins is the kind of mid mid tier. He's the one who's going to do most of the Odell routes, except for the deep balls. Um, Higgins is going to, is going to do those deep slants and get you those 28, 30 yard catches. And he's good. Potentially if Baker's feeling it that day, he's going to potentially be good for four or five of them a game. And so you're talking about right there, a hundred yards, if he can do that. Um, but I think the deep ball threat and the big play threat is still going to be people's Jones. And I think that they're going to start utilizing people's Jones more and some gimmicky stuff too. Did you give him the Oscar music? Yeah. <laughs> I should get no, the I, Oscar. I don't, I don't disagree. With, I don't disagree with that point. Uh, those points. I think. Uh, but I think the, the thing that you're overlooking is the fact that uh, we still have, um, you know, a, a, an injured offensive line, and so you know, against a good uh, defense, Baker's going to need to get the ball out quickly, which means that he's going to be giving dump off passes to uh, Landry in the middle of the field. Uh, the slot receiver, and so I think that Landry definitely will benefit, especially because Landry and and uh, Baker have built up a um, uh, a rep or uh, a relationship over the last few years, and so a rapport. Yeah. And so they, I'm not uh, saying Landry's to, to work well together. I'm not saying Landry's bad. I'm sa- I'm just saying that I, I don't expect I don't expect too much more of him from what we've been seeing. I don't think Odell going out mm-hmm. is going to change that. I think. Odell going out, you're going to see more of Higgins and Peoples Jones, and potentially that new sure. sexy tight end that we have too. Oh my gosh! Fourth round pick that already <laughs> snapped, jumped on right away. I did. I dropped him right away too. Um, oh, did only, you? I dropped him immediately. I was going to say I almost picked him back up. <laughs> I I was go. I dropped him because I had Higgins, and I I have Goddard coming back in uh, today or tomorrow. Um, so I'll be fine on tight end. No, I didn't want two Browns players. I don't think there's a, there's gonna be somebody that benefits, but I don't think it's gonna be a lot of people. Uh, but let's, let's move on to where we get our fantasy news. So this is something that you want to throw in here, Eli. And this is a unique episode because the last, 
segment was a sailor idea. This one is your idea, Eli. And then the next one uh, is something I want to do. So we all threw a little bit into this one. What I'll have you start since it was your segment. Where do you get your fantasy news? All right. So the the thing that inspired this, I'm going to give you a short and sweet one is uh, I just get curious because sometimes you guys say things or make uh, quotes about players that and and valuations of players that I'm like, what, where are they getting that from? Why do they think that? But then other times you say something and I look, Oh yeah, I agree. I know where you got that from or I know where you heard that. And so I started wondering, you know, am I saying stuff that you guys think are crazy all the time? And I'm sure you're nodding. Yes. I'm watching the game, so I'm not seeing you guys, but uh, I am. I so am I, I, I wanted to know where you guys get your fantasy news from. So for me, I usually do uh, like a, the ringer, I call it. I will cycle through the quick stuff on NFL fantasy app because that's what app we use for our league. Uh, then I will peruse through ESPN's main sheet. But then the, the one that I use the most, I think, is ironically CBS's um, – Hot, uh, they they do this list where they give a ranking, uh, not a ranking, a number, a valuation for each player in each game, a, a fantasy valuation, and you can set it for PPR, half PPR, non PPR, and I like doing that because I like seeing where my players are in terms of value, and then mm-hmm. I, but I also like to have like a risk t- too, so I will always try to include somebody who's not highly ranked on there just to see if they can get a boom bust day out of them. But, and then the, the final thing that I do is uh, I check out trade rumors.com or uh, was it pro sports rumors or NFL trade rumors? Uh, yeah. Trade rumors. I have the trade rumors app and I follow the pro football rumors um, and uh, enjoy doing that because it kind of keys me into trades and potential stuff, but ESPN and CBS are the main two. And then, I start with NFL too, but I just tend to disagree with a lot of the stuff on NFL too. So that that makes a lot of sense for how poorly your teams do then. (laughs) (laughs) You you draft hopes and prayers. (laughs) They might go to a team. That explains also why you all game you've been like, don't sit Gurley, don't play him, don't play him. I'm like, don't you have Gurley? You're like, yeah, but I want him to be traded. So if he doesn't play, that means that they might – be keeping them healthy for a trade like what man you are playing right now <laughs> i'm already giving no, up no, against no. dale this week uh, julio I jones the first two plays Thursday. of the game you julio jones calm down <laughs> the first two plays of the game went to julio jones and he had 52 yards within the first two plays i can't with you all right sailor what's your uh what's your news choice news source of choice oh, I, 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 I go on. I use Twitter a lot, honestly. Um, so I have a I have a list set up mm-hmm. with quite a few um, uh, fancy football and, uh, analysis experts, if you want to call them. Um, uh, our friend Jordan Zerm, uh, Cleveland Heights uh, homie from uh, from back in the day uh, from NFL Network. I think he's with now. Uh, is a great follow. But um, use that. I actually also follow NFL Networks. Um, football podcast and so it's not particularly oh. an it's not it's not particularly a uh, fantasy football podcast they talk more about actual uh football implications what's going on a great point um yeah which i think it's, it's interesting because 
with the fantasy stuff, they tend to talk more about the big name players, uh, have the fantasy implications, mm. not as much about, you know, how the the teams are playing, how they look, how, you know, up and coming players are, are doing. And um, they'll talk about that a little bit, but just more for in terms of fantasy, not in terms of football relevance. Uh, plus, it's just it's just a fun podcast. I, I like the uh, the people who are on it. Um, and there's a there's an individual who too is a, who's a big Browns fan, and so over the years been able to uh, you know uh, wallow in our sorrows uh, together, <laughs> and and so uh, that's that's a good one for me. And then um, uh, uh, the fo- fantasy football pros is another good one that I go to. Um, PFF I think uh, is a good one too, and so. Uh, couple places, you just you got, you got to go to a lot of different places. And so, I also listen to uh, ESPN's uh, football fantasy football podcast with Matthew Berry, Phil Yates. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Matthew Berry, but um, again, it's just it's just another source of information. So I think if you really want to get into it, you have to have different sources because no one's going to be perfect, no one's going to be right. But it's it's the same thing with, yeah. with media in general. You got to take in different sources of information and then be able to make your own decisions. Do you find that um, so you you find that like listening because I think the one of the more interesting pieces that you uh, brought up we oftentimes think about only listening to fantasy advice and fantasy but it is a re- there is a real game so do you feel like you get an advantage by uh, like a heads up almost on up and coming and also I guess the second part to that question do you ever get bit in the ass by it because they're talking up this great player that isn't going to be fantasy relevant. That's not why they're talking them up, but you kind of get sold on that hype of somebody new. So it looks like Eli really wants to say something. Your boy, Teddy Bridgewater just got hurt pretty bad. It doesn't look good. It sounds like Michi probably should have taken that Kyler Murray trade. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Ryan Tannehill trade that Dan most assuredly sent him. I was trying to Um, steal that one. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, so to answer your question, though, I, I think that it, it mostly helps me. I, I don't I can't remember a situation where I got really excited about a player because of their football relevance um, over what their fantasy reality is going to be. Uh, it's sure it's probably happened. But again, it's just another source of information. Uh, and then also just a, it's just a fun, a fun podcast to listen to. I, and, and for me, I, I enjoy, I, I work in communications. I always enjoy a good storyline and, and a good, and, uh, and so I get to, I, I tend to fall into these podcasts too. And there's a couple other ones that I listen to where I just really like the people who are on them. Um, and so, uh, you know, you, you, if you listen to these guys for a long time, it's almost like shows that you watch for a long time and you follow the characters. Um, but these are real people doing real life things and, uh, for example, one of the guys on the um, the the NFL, or the yeah, the NFL podcast is going through uh, cancer treatment for the second time, and uh, it can get emotional. And he uh, he he gets some great life advice about what he's going through, and um, so it, it's it's interesting. It's another uh, another point of view, another perspective, and I, I really enjoy it. So I recommend it. So wait, you listen to other podcasts than ours? <laughs> This is the only one I don't listen to. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I'm on it. I, I don't need to listen to it. It's just about the, the, the downloads for me. You don't even have to listen to it, really. It's just about the downloads. <laughs> to, uh, to quote Matthew Berry. 
Um, for for me, I yeah, I think Twitter is a really big one. I I really like the comment. Uh, the, I mean, like your focus on listening to non. Ooh, yeah, Bridgewater did get destroyed. Oof. Sorry, we will record this if you don't know uh, live. Oh, how uh, Thursday night football. From the game. I don't know. Oh, but is. notice how Bridgewater's yeah, teammates started fighting the guy right away, unlike Andy Dalton's teammates in Dallas, who just stood around like goons. That's Ooh, such a cheap crap, shot. That's, a, that's just a that's bullshit. You need to get off the field, bro. Oh, that guy, yeah, he's he's done for. Oof. Um, yeah, so yeah, it looks I like they're walking to the locker room. People on Twitter, I listen to... Um, I, one of the things that, and I guess I kind of, you mentioned a lot of the same stuff as me, so I'll, I'll try to separate a little. One of the things that I've been, uh, doing a lot is I've been jumping into a lot of the, uh, sleeper forums, uh, and just popping into there and asking questions, also answering and then get, getting into the discussions there in terms of like news, they're the fastest to get like breaking stuff. But in terms of just learning more and absorbing, absorbing information, I've been, I've been diving into that, um, a lot more. Um, cool. I, I need to check that out more too. I, I haven't really been playing with fan, with the sleeper app as much as I should have. Sleeper is a great one, especially for the breaking news. There's been multiple times where uh, I've gotten updates about a player uh, from sleeper app, and then uh, been able to jump on the waiver wire and grab a guy who is now very fancy relevant. And so mm-hmm. I'm actually I'm really mad that you brought that up. I don't want anyone to hear that. That's my trick. <laughs> you, you, you're the one who brought. I was just gonna say, I can't believe you brought up the sweep, the sleeper app, man. You can't give away our uh, that's funny. Um, so that being said, I am. Uh, I collect some responses too, and through the discussions, I uh, I promise to cover some things. Um, and then we, so we have some questions coming in, and I'm just kind of browsing some of them right now. And I want your guys' opinion on it. Some of them I feel that are pretty interesting. This one, should I trade for Chase Edmonds and give up Johnson, uh, David, or Dave Johnson and Rashard Higgins? I'm assuming he means David Johnson. <laughs> I don't know. Who, if, he means, if, he, if he means David Johnson, uh, David Johnson and Higgins for Chase Edmonds. I would do it. That's <sighs> My vote. My thing is, is that Drake will be back eventually, though. But will as he, you told he, me, he wasn't the guy, anyways. <laughs> Except he was still getting enough touches. So when he comes back, that's going to cut into the Edmonds. Edmonds had the chance last year too, and he didn't take it. And so my thing is that Edmonds has a ceiling that he doesn't seem to be able to overpass. That's I possible, think Edmonds yeah. will be good. I think Edmonds is good. What I would suggest to that guy is, I would do it for David Johnson straight up, not Higgins. Yeah, I like Higgins. Higgins is the one that stops me personally. Right. Like, no, that's the same thing banging. too. I, I think I think I would still do it though. I believe in Edmonds, and I think you potentially have a top ten running back out of him, which I know how you hate rankings, but I'm just saying, uh, it, throughout the future of the season, I think uh, you got a top ten running back. the The other piece I throw out there though is trade possibilities just to consider you like that too you just mentioned your trade mm-hmm. so i don't know if it's been mentioned but i would assume that uh arizona is one of the top teams if someone were to trade for a todd Gurley, and then on the higgins side green mm-hmm. is the biggest trade uh to like green bay they keep saying green to green bay and if that's the case then even more targets go to higgins uh between higgins and boyd and i think you have 
a pretty big player there. Oh, you're talking about T. Higgins, not not Rashard Higgins. Oh no, it was R. Higgins. You're right. I'm sorry. Then fuck it. Do it. <laughs> I was like, wait, when did this? When did this change? I was like, wait, T. Higgins? Hell no. For if it's T. T. Higgins, absolutely no. not. <laughs> T. I Higgins is consider it for T. Higgins. T. Higgins is a potential mm-hmm. top twenty wide receiver by the end of the season. Potential, but Edmonds is serious. Oh yeah, I got him. So you know, you can send me some offers, Sailor. You want him for Carson, huh? No. Oh. It's a keeper <laughs> no. value, though. Um, I would definitely do it then. I'm not even considering not taking that trade. I, I want it, to be on I the Edmonds side. The situation. So what, who, who's your other running back? Yeah, I would want to know that too. It doesn't so, like, does it it matter if it's bad. Then it's what. It, well, because like I'm thinking about for my team, like so for my team for running back issues in particular, I I would I like having David Johnson because of his consistency. So I know that I will have a running back that gets close to ten points every week having David Johnson. But let me put it this way: I, I have on, on one of my teams, I have Robinson, Jacobs, and David Johnson. In that situation, one hundred percent would would do that trade. Because I like the upside uh, um, over David Johnson. However, if I didn't have Robinson or Jacobs, and I had a, uh, let's say, you know, just some other jabroni. Um, so that, you're that saying that it's it riskier I, with Edmonds, is what you're trying to throw out? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I, think okay. the, I think the Edmonds has a higher ceiling, lower floor. That's okay. my thing with with David Johnson too. I think that's why it depends on on what his other okay. running back situation is. So what's the verdict on the on this one? I say don't do it on the on the account that you should be getting one player. You should be giving up one player, not two players for him. I, I don't think Rashad Higgins is going to be a big thing. I mean, I picked him up too, but I don't think it's enough to stop. I mean, him. I think he could be a ten point player a game. Could be. What is your uh, what is your decision on this one sailor if it was you i would uh i I tend to be a little conservative in my in my uh trading so i I probably wouldn't take that one me too me too Uh, (laughs) no so all three of us agree not to do that (laughs) i i I disagree i would do it i would do it in a heartbeat um i guess i'm a lot higher on Edmonds, and maybe that's because i was a drake owner and (laughs) he was pissing me off all season (laughs) um yeah, I think that I think Drake will come back, and I think that he it, it will it it could be a running back by committee. Who knows? I think Edmonds is a better player. I think Edmonds should be the starting running back, but you know, do do they think that? I, I don't know. Do this the Cardinals is, think that? Our next question is um, with AJ Brown. So giving up AJ Brown, getting James Robinson and Mike Evans. Giving up who? Giving up AJ Brown, which is tough to do. Getting James Robinson and Mike Evans. They get back James Robinson and Mike Evans. I would do that. Man, that's tough. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do that in a heartbeat. You're giving up a a good wide receiver, very good wide receiver. He's got wide receivers on the team too. So just to give you background, it's Julio, Diggs, and Jefferson are his other wide receivers. Oh yeah, get rid of AJ Brown, dude. Get rid of AJ Brown and get James Robinson. I would do that yeah, straight definitely. up. You don't even I need to throw in Mike Evans. I can't but... personally answer this one because I gave up Robinson in two of my three leagues, thinking that there's no way that <laughs> it's going to last and Armstead's going to come. And all the... 
Uh, but do it. Yeah, um, I would say do it. Yeah, I, I so I gave up AJ, and I was in a league where I had uh, Eckler and Chubb, and who both went down, which was unfortunate. And so I needed a running back big time, and so I ended up trading away uh, AJ Brown before he went off, and I ended up selling him lower than I probably should have. To a guy um, who's I, on the other end of the screen that you're looking at right now. I this is a completely different league. Oh really? You didn't trade Ari AJ? No, I drafted AJ Brown. Oh, you did? Oh, I thought that yeah. was from your trade that uh, you guys did in the ESPN league. That's why. Sorry. No, no, different. That's right. Um, and so uh, I, I highly regret that one because he has been uh, he, he's been just the same AJ Brown that he was last year, and I was afraid that that might not happen again. Um, so it's tough. I think it's tough because Robinson is can be up and down. Um, the way that Evans has been playing has been um, touchdown dependent. And so, it, you know, will the Godwin injury help Evans? It's a decision you have to make. And so I, this, is, this is tough. Um, but with those wide receivers that he has, I, I say make a trade, take Robinson, have a depth with, uh, with Evans. <laughs> uh, I've got two questions. I was laughing at the second one. Um, it was another trade question. I'll, I'll do that one first because uh, it made me giggle. Should I trade Shark for David Montgomery even though he sucks? I have Mixon <laughs> and Gio and Jonathan Taylor and Dobbins, Snell, Hyde. How many people do you have? Jeez. Oh, Jesus. How many running back, How many backup running backs do they have? Yeah. Is that is that Mike? Is that Mishy? <laughs> Look, I don't want to talk about starting backups. I started Dylan last week. Um, yeah, I thought that was a little crazy, too. Well, you got to do what you got to do, okay? I, it's Taylor trade raping you for A.J. Dillon. <laughs> I, no, I, I, it was circumstantial. I had to win, and I thought that that was a better option. So I had nobody else, buddy. I actually almost picked up Jeff Wilson, and I said, nah, he's just getting back from injury. Oh, oh no. I know. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> but, um, all right, so... Would you trade Chark for David Montgomery, even though he sucks? I think he's got enough. He's got Mixon and Geo, so he's got a lock-in start. Jonathan Taylor, I think, is solid. And then you have Snell is probably your best one after that, except for this week with Hyde if he plays and um, Carson doesn't. I I actually would. It depends on what your wide receivers. He mentioned all of his running backs. I'm assuming his wide receivers are trash. I, I still think there's a chance Chark. He's too good of a player. He's get he's getting the targets too. I don't think it's been great. I'm not happy with him. He was my keeper. Uh, I want to see what the what he does with Mike Glennon. Season. I think I want to see what Shark does. I want I would give it a week and see what Shark does when Mike Glennon comes in because because for those playing, of you who don't know, Minshew was out. No, Minshew are, broke several ligaments and yeah, broke his thumb in several places. He's having his throwing hand. He's been playing, and he's been playing. Yeah, they're gonna sit him. They're not gonna play him. They haven't made that call yet. They don't make good decisions in Jacksonville. Have you seen how many people are in their stadiums? <laughs> they just don't make That's good Florida, decisions. though. That's the entire state of Florida. That's so That's where it is. All right, so I would say for this one, I, I personally still believe in Shark as a player. I'm not going to be playing him for a couple weeks, probably. <laughs> uh, I might have to when he comes. I might have to be in that situation. But I'm, if you can sit him, I would sit him and hold. He's not a trade away because I don't think you're going to get a lot of value, and I don't think Montgomery is enough for me with the running backs that you have. You, you've you got Taylor and Mixon or Geo. So what do you Let think? Let me so? put it this way. 
if you put uh, Montgomery on your team, that means you have to pay attention to the Bears, <laughs> and then your life your life's just going to be worse. That's it's a, going down a black say, hole. Yeah. I, and for those reasons, say, Shark Tank, I'm out. I say uh, Shark Tank, I'm out, and I'm going with Shark. All right, we got a start question. In my flex, these are the options. Ooh, I think I already know. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Okay, I'll read them. Cooper, <laughs> Ayuk, Bell, Swift, Geo. It's Geo if Mixon doesn't play. Yeah, if G- if Mixon's out, Geo, for yeah. sure. So what's the question? Um, it, who should I play in my flex? Cooper, Ayuk, Ayuka, Ayuk. What is it again? Ayuk, 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 Ayuk. Uh, Bell, um, which that is kind of fun against the Jets, but. So. I kind of like that. I, 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 I do. I do see some upside there. No. So let's eliminate Geo. So that's the answer. It's Geo. It's if Geo Mixon if Mixon's plays, out. Though, yeah. If, he, if Mixon does play, I, who do, are we going to play? I don't know, man. You want to? You want to take Geo against the uh, Detroit Titans or or Ayuk? Well. I think Ayuk could be a big time player this week, man. I like the safety of. Uh, I was talking about this with somebody today with uh, Dale. Uh, I just I like the consistency and safety of players usually over the bu- boom bust potential. I think that yes, he could do pretty amazing, but it could not be his week. That San Francisco does that a lot, where somebody just drops off. True. Um, so True. for safety reasons, I would probably go Geo, and then I would do. I'm okay with Kai uh, Cooper or Ayuk, but I would probably go Ayuk. I'm definitely do with Cooper. This guy over here trying to sell, trying to sell me Cooper earlier today. What do you have against Cooper? Drake and stuff. I, I think he's fine. I, he did. I don't think there's. I don't. He's the worst quarterback in the league. I think Cooper's going to do pretty decent with this rookie running uh, rookie quarterback throwing to him. I actually feel Cooper, better Drake, about Cooper. Kyler Murray, Henry, um, Tannehill. I think Cooper. No, Cooper. Trying to make live trades here. Um, no, I think, I think he has a chance. I, I, I wouldn't be too scared of him. I think the people who are going to sell Cooper for nothing are going to be the ones who really lose out. I, I, you're, the trade value is not there. I would, so I, would, I wouldn't sell him for nothing, but I don't think he's still the same Cooper, Amari Cooper. I honestly th- I think that, you know, being a Cooper owner, I feel – I don't – I, I, yeah, I don't yeah, – okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't like, uh, I, like, like I don't feel that much different about him now than I did before. I, when Dak went out, he had just had a really big game, but that was like circumstantial because Dak was able to spread it around to CD Lamb and Michael Gallup and the the tight end Schultz. I can, I, can, I, I, I can really feel much better he about. Was not, he was not giving it to Michael Gallup. He was though before Dak got hurt. He, he, Gallup had several big games, and I was I remember watching against you, game. against playing against you when Cooper had that blow up game that helped me beat you. That that's the game I'm talking about. I was really frustrated because every time Gallup, I wanted him to throw it to Cooper, he threw it to Gallup, and I get pissed off. Let's do a couple quick hits um, before we get to the last section. <laughs> hang on, I want to watch Todd Gurley score this touchdown real quick. Yeah, it, I'm sorry yes! about the bad news, but they're Yes, he did it. Yeah, I'm sorry about the bad news. I know you wanted him to be set. I know, I'm so sad. Juju it's crystal feelings so about bad. his trade potential. Now, okay, well, now, so, he, now he just earned himself a trade. Oh my trade God. him. Anyone Arizona, please it. take him. Arizona, please Moving take on. him. The 
All right, so we've got Zeke who wins this trade. Zeke and Amari Cooper for Devin Singletary and Tyler Lockett. Devin Singletary and Ty. Ooh, I don't know though. Oh, I'm down on Singletary right now. I like Moss more. Wait, <sighs> but I Cooper, love Tyler Lockett. Hmm? Uh, Tyler Lockett and Devin Singletary. Oh, mm. I was going to answer that really quickly, sass. but <laughs> I would go with Zeke and Cooper. I would roll with Zeke and Cooper. Uh, like, like, honestly, Zeke's Zeke's not going to get you 20 points a game like he used to when their offense was rolling. But also, you have to give their offense a little bit of time. They just start. It, it was Andy Dalton's first start as a quarterback. And then... And then it was, um, and then he didn't even get to finish it. He he's a he's a veteran, so I know that it's a new. Andy Dalton's a veteran, so I think he was just fine. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, his first start as a cowboy. We know, we know what you mean. We know what you like, mean. Like, I don't think that that's a. But what I'm saying is, is I think they need. I think that that team, especially the fact that they just started scrapping players and trading them away for next to nothing, I think that that was a signal to them, and I think that they're. I think that Why is there's a, a potential. Uh, well, my thing is that I think Zeke's still going to be getting ten points a week at some point. I, like, I, I would take the Cowboy side even because Zeke's floor. I think I don't. I mean, I know what he just did his floor a couple weeks in a row. I'm a Zeke owner, but I think his normal floor is not as like I don't think he scores under ten points too many times. Uh, I think it's just been a bad stretch. But this, I, go ahead. I, was gonna, I, I would agree. I think that the Zeke Cooper trade uh, is definitely the, the winner there. Uh, I, I love Tyler Lockett. I think it's going to be, um, yeah. you know, that, that he is going to be huge. Singletary is the person that I think that throws the whole thing off because the, yeah. they cannot run the ball in in Buffalo. They they have, I think, a, a few linemen out right now, um, and they, I mean, they're they have a lot of injured players. He is not playing well himself. Zach Moss is. Uh, getting more playing time, and then with Tyler Lockett too, it's. It, I think you got DK Metcalf there as well. Who's going to you know? Is it going to be DK Metcalf or is it going to be Tyler Lockett? And so obviously, you know, with Russ, he's going to split the ball around to both of them. But um, and you see Lockett's yeah. big game last week. It's look at what DK had. DK had nothing, yeah. and so I think yeah. that that's yeah. that's the thing is you're going to always have that trade off with Metcalf in Seattle too. I think you're, if you're going for consistency, go with go with the Dallas two. I think the Dallas two have the safest floor and potential yeah. to be more, more consistent. I want another question. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do three, and I just want quick hits. <laughs> quick hits. Landry, oh my god, this one is just funny. I don't know why this is a question. Landry or Deontay Johnson in Stardom full PPR. Landry Deontay Johnson. Yeah. We're talking oh, no, a lot about the volume, though, which is full PPR. Deontay Johnson's e- eating a lot when he plays in in Steelers. When, that's the thing, though. When he plays, uh, he, I mean, he's he's been injured half the season. He's, he's, got, he's potentially not playing this week. Is he gonna is he gonna continue to play? Is he gonna continue to be injured? Lately, yeah, but I think you could say that. Tank. I think I'm still going yeah, Deontay Johnson in it. He gets another twenty point to? game. You trade him. I say Deontay. I'm going Landry. I'm going okay. Landry. Um, Zeke for Mixon and Eckler. When is Eckler coming back? I don't really know that. They don't. They haven't no. said anything. They haven't said Not anything. Not anytime soon. I would. I wouldn't mind it though. I like if you have the room. 
I think uh, Mixon. I mean, Mixon will be back I think, soon. I think I take Mixon and, and Zeke are fairly uh, aligned. Yeah, yeah. So and then throw Eckler if you have an IR. Awesome, throw him in your IR. If not, he's worth the stash on your bench. And yeah, I would take it. Um, I would do that. Higgins, Diggs, Deontay Johnson, or Fulgram in the flex. Which Higgins? Where do I start? Which Higgins? Oh, he didn't say. Let me see if he clarified. Uh. Okay, well, let's give him the answer for both. If it's the Browns Higgins, <laughs> uh, no. If it's the Cincinnati Higgins, that's who I would play. Uh, who are the other options? Actually, Fulgham is my choice. What's, who are the other options? Higgins, Diggs, uh, Deontay Johnson, Fulgham. Fulgham's against Dallas. Yeah. I like, I like Fulgham. Diggs. I don't like Diggs' matchup this week. He's going to get shadowed. Um, last one. Who do I start? Or oh, actually, pick two. Uh, Hollywood Brown, Ayuk, Ayuk, and Gaskin. So uh, my picks are Ayuk and Gaskin. I would Ayuk. go with Hollywood and Gaskin against Pittsburgh. I, against with, Pittsburgh, I think. I think Hollywood. I think Hollywood is going to have a couple breakaway, maybe an end around, maybe a quick slant, and he gets a huge play yard after catch. Hollywood speed can can get him some advantage, especially if he's getting shadowed by Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden's okay. wheels aren't there anymore. That's true. What as, do much you think? That, as much as I would love that, uh, after my terrible trade to Arlen, um, <laughs> for Hollywood Brown, I would I would take Ayuk and um, anyone else. Uh, and anyone I think, else. I think, uh, and here's my bold prediction for the rest of the season, Gaskin ends as a top 12 uh, cor- uh, running back. Top 12? I agree with that. I, I can that. see that happening. Really? Okay. I, I, well, I, really I think <laughs> my thing is, is I think that it's here's the only thing. My caveat on that is I'm curious to see what the Tua era is like, though. Let's see Tua. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's Tua. true. That's the only thing that throws a wrench in it. Um, who would you and this is I'm asking for a friend yeah. here. I'm yeah, I'm um, I'm asking for a friend here. Would you start Zeke or Gaskin today or this week? Is this week? Zeke. Zeke. No. Oh, Yeah. Zeke, Zeke, just for the. If it was safety. Tanny, I would just throw Gaskin in. If it was Tanny, I would just throw it right in. Uh, all right, this is everybody gets a minute each for uh, this this next round here, and uh, Bridgewater's back in the game, by the way. Oh, good. Oh, he could throw the ball to DJ Moore. That'd be fantastic. Oh, we boy. are going to be talking one, about one pass. Fantasy stalkers. This is a super scary situation where it can be scary. It can be really beneficial. It depends on what your stalker plays like. These are fantasy players that seem to be on every one of your rosters. Sometimes it helps have a stalker. You know, you always have a friend around. <laughs> you always, there's always someone <laughs> down to hang There's out. always someone watching. There's always someone, someone there. <laughs> all right all right uh so mine i have uh i traded for him in two leagues this is who i wanted to keep as my keeper and i switched it to it a minute past the deadline and i got i should have just kept it mclaurin <laughs> i have on every one of my team jonathan taylor who i believe is gonna start blowing out uh he's some pretty, yeah he's gonna have a big week and then um 
And it used to be Robinson. I had Robinson in every league too. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> I did not believe in it. <laughs> uh, so those are mine, and I, I don't mind them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, what do, you, what do you got, Sailor? I think that you should sell John and Taylor after this week is what you should do. But uh, before it was one that I had, and I ended up selling them off because uh, the whole situation in, in Washington scared me. But uh, the big one is Debo. I had Debo mm-hmm. on every single one of my teams from the draft. Um, and that looked like it was going to be a great uh, decision until he got injured. Once again, and so now I am in a, in a tough situation. But the other one is, is Fulgham from, uh, from the Eagles. He is someone that picked up off a of waiver. Yeah, early. you played him early. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one of the reasons is just because I I like the Eagles. I wanted uh, someone on their team to, that I could that I could watch and root for because we got our boy Kelsey playing there, and uh, and the he and I also knew because I actually picked up uh, Jackson in the draft. And he ended up not not working out. So I wanted someone on that team, and Fulgham has has worked out, and he is a fantastic player. I think has a good a good future there. Are you worried about Rager coming back at all? I'm not. Okay, then I should probably drop him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Eli, who is yours? Oh, mine's not as depressing as your twos. Mine's uh, Derrick Henry. Depressing. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking of yours was depressing oh, because you got rid of Robinson in two of them. That is depressing. And then Sailor's, <laughs> and then also, also because like you can't win them all. Sailor's, you know, with Debo yeah. and Fulham. Fulham's all right. Yeah. I like Fulham, but Debo, I feel bad for you. Um, That's fair. And then yeah, but so mine's not depressing. And my my other one is depressing. It had Evan Ingram on both teams too, but uh, mm-hmm. thankfully I got out of that finally. <laughs> I still have him in one I league, like, but I, I dropped him in the other league. I feel like you putting Henry is more of a hum, humble brag than anything else. Kind of is. Exactly what that was. Well, um. I mean, I drafted, I drafted, in, I got, I drafted him sixth overall in one league, and then fourth overall in a, in our keeper league that had Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey already being taken, um, and somebody else too. Oh, Connor, Connor was already taken too. I actually have and, more uh, players talking? this year across my teams than any other year I've ever. Gaskin, I also have in a couple of leagues. Major Brown, I have a lot of repeats. I usually I have Devonte Adams in both. I usually have <laughs> Devonte in both, but I, like this year, I, I didn't. Somebody beat me. Oh, you beat me to him in the bloody draft. That's right. Uh, what were you about to say, Sailor? You're about to chime in on. Can we can we talk about how uh, Henry um, just destroyed that man's life uh, on the Bills the other day? Whoa. man henry With does that, that a lot you, you remember that few weeks ago he had just thrown that dude josh norman that's who he's talking about oh, josh norman. oh that oh gotcha josh yeah, norman cool. of all people too he didn't just yeah, throw that, some that, scrub that either <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he stiff-armed that man into like another universe can we talk about that the, the steelers backup linebacker who stuffed henry at the goal line he did a great job good for him that was a, a fantastic play but he hurt himself in the process, not Henry. Kind of like OBJ. Did you see that? Did, did, did you see that? <laughs> oh, man. He, he makes a stellar play, but Henry's so powerful that it's like diving into a freight train. The guy had speared a freight train and stopped the freight train, but walked away injured. Good for him. I saw pictures on Twitter the other day 
of uh, this is how big Derrick Henry is. And it's just him standing next to like normal people. He's a monster. I mean, he's you see him next to Melvin Ingram? Yeah. I think it's probably who it was. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. He's like the predator, man. I, 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 like, he does look like the predator. He's a beast. His Old Spice commercials are pretty funny, too. Kudos to him for the Old Spice commercials. I have a special segment coming next week where I'm going to be. Uh, I got in a little discussion with one of um, the uh, one of the people in one of my other leagues, and talking about I had I'm 0 and 7. Uh, update, still like the top one of the top <laughs> scores in the league. Rough, oh, here, let me actually do the weekly update. Um, lowest score of the t- of the <laughs> league I played against uh, the week before they played me. They scored 66 points. And then I think they scored like 150, 152 against me, and I had 138, and I still lost. The average score for the league is 116. My average score is 132, and my opponent's average score is 100 and like 150. Looking at the, looking at the actual highest scoring team. In our league, let's see, it is 900. So I'm the third now. I'm a, I dropped to the third highest score in our league with zero wins. 947 points is the highest score in the league. My opponents, my points against, 1,053. I saw when you shared that the other day, before this. playing the best player in the league every week by 100 points. <laughs> who's 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 on your no, roster? No. By the way, I, I wanted to ask you that because I like what's which what's your roster oh, look like on that I, team? I, is that the, the two running the two quarterback league? Yeah, the problem is I have two shitty quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Patrick. And you kind of have to start them both every week. They're, you went you went hard in on them. I, I but this is I still balanced That's out. Look at the rest of the team. No, li- listen to the rest of the team. By the way, mm. I'm not losing because I'm not scoring a lot. <laughs> I'm the third highest score. <laughs> so John, my other running backs, Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, um, Ezekiel Elliott, James Robinson, Gaskin. Those Jesus, are my running backs. you got backs. Elliott too and Robinson? Yep, because I drafted it. Oh, Robinson, uh, late, yeah, late, late. Yeah, but no, but I'm saying like that's, wide receivers. that's a good team. How I know, you, wide receivers. Oh. Wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson. Oh my God. Uh, How have you James not Crowder, won a game? Chase Claypool. And my third running back is Matt Ryan, who I meant to start today. Um, and my third quarterback, <laughs> tight end. Yes, sorry, quarterback. My tight end is Noah Fant. With uh, I had Tanyan or something, I ended up uh, dropping. But uh, yeah, so no, I'm. It's That's point crazy. I, I was the top scorer, top two, and then I just moved to top the third best, um, and I score twenty more points than the league average but my opponents score 40 more points in the league average i've never seen this in my life so i just needed to vent thank you for listening um <laughs> but the, one of the people that are in my league uh and he actually writes all the recaps every week for the magazine he said he got mad at me for picking up gaston <laughs> because i have the top pick of course because i'm zero and seven remember so I picked up Gaskin, and he said, I can't believe it was on the waiver wire. You shouldn't even be play- picking up players because you're 0-7. <laughs> I was like, I'm still coming for you. I'm still coming for you. He's like, that's fine. I'm just kidding. But oh. if you do it in the playoffs, then I'm going to actually be mad. I'm like, oh, I'm going hard in yeah. the playoffs. I know. Yeah. 
I don't harder in the playoffs. Think about this for next week because I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a meeting with him. We're gonna talk about this and then have it as part of the podcast. And I want your guys's conversation with it next week as well. But because I feel passionate about this. I do too. It's gonna be a good one. All right, that's been all for it's just fantasy. Uh, any parting words of wisdom before we sign off? Todd Gurley's an excellent running back. Atlanta needs to trade him to a contender that so he can get some playing time and get a chance to to showcase his skills, not sit and wander on this bench of losers and misfits who can't pay attention to a game. Yeah, if only he was given a chance like playing, uh, uh, I don't know, for like John McVay or something, he would probably be successful. <laughs> Sailor, anything before we go? <laughs> I'm very mad that I did not pick up and play Curtis Samuel, Kaiko. Good on you. Yeah, that was a solid pickup. Good for them. Good pickup. Good play. We'll see you next week, everybody. I'm going to try to win my game this week, even though I might not. I know that it's just fancy, but I sure do love it a lot. I know it's just fancy, but I'm